welcome to the very first Inching Towards Awesome podcast. Woo! The podcast for transforming your life one tiny step at a time. I'm Melinda Fulmer. And I'm Alex Pham. Thanks for joining us. This is a, a, a very special effort for us. It came from my own personal journey as a health writer to kind of find a way to feel better, have greater vitality and well-being, and just, but just in a really realistic way. In my years of writing about health, I've seen some of the greatest success in people who've moved slowly in the right direction. So that inspired us to come up with our little spirit animal, the tortoise, who I firmly believe to be Earth's most humble badass, uh, with the longest lifespan and the ability to thrive under some really not so great conditions. And it really symbolizes the importance of moving slow. Don't you think, Alex? I do. Um, I think many of us are age group, that is to say women who are a little further along in our careers and have kids. Many of us reach a point where we feel stuck. We've tried all the radical transformations, the extreme diets, and none of it's worked. And that tends to make us feel worse than when we started. So in my own life, Absolutely. I've felt stuck a number of times, like I can't tell you how many times I've had to restart an exercise routine or cut down the amount of food I eat or lose weight. And it just, I don't know, it just never seems to take. So I'm constantly feeling stuck. Um, you you get that feeling, don't you, Melinda? Of course I do. You know, I I get that feeling when I reach a weight loss plateau like the one I'm on, which has been going on for quite a long time. <laughs> or you've peed, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm really good. It's it's staying in one place, I can tell you that. <laughs> I guess I should be happy about that. I also um you know, you get stuck, you feel stuck in your job. You feel stuck with, you know, when you're struggling with issues around your kids. And you just need to find a way to to move forward, but that isn't going to totally overwhelm you. That isn't going to be just just too much to take on all at once. Yeah. Um, and so when when that the going gets tough for me, I I turn to my friends like Alex to kind of <laughs> push me forward to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the first time we <laughs> we first met. Yes, it, it's true. We did meet last millennium. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when we were both reporters at the LA Times and Melinda was uh, at first when I met Melinda, she was my total opposite. So I, I was my initial reaction was I was really annoyed by her. She was an extrovert. Um, she was uh you know, she was talkative. She had lots of friends. She liked trying new things. Um, me, I, I just, I just like being where I am. Um, and uh, but, lo and behold, we ended up sitting next to each other. And over the years, Melinda has dragged me into some wonderful adventures. It may not have started out wonderful. But <laughs> and they might not have worked out the way Belinda wanted them to work. But in the end, yeah. you know, we always ended up with 
fantastic stories and great experiences. Maybe not the experiences we set out to find, but um, do you remember that one time when you made me try Thai Elvis? Do you remember that? That was a restaurant in LA um, where there was a Thai Elvis impersonator to, you know, serenade you while you ate your Thai food. <laughs> oh, that was so fun. I mean, it's that's a good example. You have to you have to have a little novelty. You got to have a little fun and, you know, just new adventures in your life, right? It was absurd. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you that talking about? <laughs> that was the word for it. I know, I know. But to be honest, I actually found joy in the kitsch. And um, and it was where I ended up getting your, giving your bridal shower dinner. Um, and we had such a great time. So Yay. in many ways, this podcast is a way for us to share that formula of awesomeness and fun um, of, you know, the adventures that Melinda and I've had over the years with everyone else out there with our listeners. Yes, I, you know, I always like to think of my role as the enabler of fun. <laughs> and, you know, God, I mean, you know, when you reach my age, you just realize how important fun is and not letting go of the fun. And, you know, you can still, you know, do everything you need to do and make a little time for fun and just and make a little time for yourself instead of giving everything to others investing a little bit in yourself and so that's where where we stand and in this first podcast you know that's definitely the spirit of this podcast we're gonna have some fun aren't we 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 are gonna have some fun we will (laughs) that's number one above above all that's your job melinda My my job (laughs) is to throw cold water on everything like Ah. I usually do, because then again, we are opposites. (laughs) Well, well, Alex is like the voice of reason often. I have to say that because I am like the enthusiastic guinea pig for everything. And Alex is like the analytical, organized one. I'm the wet blanket. No, she is not the wet blanket. (laughs) She is the one who like kind of grounds me, brings me down to earth a little bit and says, are you really going to do that? <laughs> and so that's that's healthy sometimes. Um, so what is your latest harebrained scheme, Melinda? OK, well, I have to tell you that uh, <laughs> I was really fascinated. I heard this I heard this term the other day and I had never heard it before. It's called Kaizen and it's uh, a Japanese word. It's a Japanese principle, which basically essentially boils down to continual improvement. But we're not talking about wholesale change, you know, uh, you know, massive programs to overhaul your life, massive transformation program. This is this movement is really about little tiny micro changes, baby steps, if you will, um, to kind of overhaul your habits or to improve your life. I mean, this is something that, I mean, if you go back to many, many, many years, it was used during wartime to convert factories slowly but surely. And now everybody from self-help gurus to karate studios, you know, are kind of using this philosophy. And I, I like it. I like the idea of baby stepping to brilliance. It's, <laughs> it's, 
I'm all up for baby steps. That's my level. So, <laughs> so really, it's just about uh, kind of identifying some of these these bad habits or these problematic things in your life that um, that you'd like to change that could kind of cause this cascade of positive effects and even bigger payoff. Okay, okay. in the long run. Give me some ideas about what kinds of things can qualify for like a, a Kaizen approach? I think really almost anything. It could be from launching into a walking routine to getting to bed a little earlier each night to meditating to paring back your eating or your sugar. I mean, it could be many things and only you can decide what one little change is going to or what one habit is going to be most important for you or cause the biggest ripple effect through your life so can positive we, ripple effect. can we use you as a guinea pig melinda of course i'm <laughs> i'm i'm always up for being the human guinea pig um, as long as I think there's a payoff. Okay, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Payoff. Fair enough. So how how are you going to kaizen your way to greatness? You know, I really st- struggled with this. We were thinking about this for the podcast and thinking about what is that nagging habit that um, that we that we like to change. And you know, I think my most problematic habit is I call it my window of eating shame or my way too happy, happy hours. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed that it's hours, plural. Hours, not hour. So does that that, like from nine to five or, you know, noon (laughs) to midnight? What are we talking about? No, no, no. That is, uh, that is that period, you know, right after you get off work, um, from till for me it's even maybe a little earlier from 4 30 to about seven o'clock where i'm so tired and you know i have all these competing demands with my kids homework and cooking dinner and like trying to kind of get things ready for the next day and you know my my really pretty stellar eating habits of the day. I mean, you could take pictures of what I eat for breakfast and and lunch and be like, wow, she's so healthy. But then between 4.30 and 7, it's just a, you know, spiral of eating shame with like all the things you wouldn't expect me to eat, whether it's like Firework Oreos or, you know, uh, you know, handfuls of Honey Nut Cheerios. Um, I'm kind of snacking or nuts or whatever's in the cabinet. I'm Unicorn lattes. <laughs> I'm snacking on this as I'm eating. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, and maybe have a glass of wine a la Julia Child occasionally. So it just becomes like a calorie bomb and it makes me feel tired and blah. And so mm. I think dealing with this or finding a way to rein in this, this uh, window of eating shame is going to be my, uh, is on my to-do list. Okay. So how are you going to do it? I mean... What is what is the Kaizen technique that's involved here? 
Well, you know, obviously I thought about it and I had to think about, okay, what, first of all, what's the, what's the bad habit? And for me, it's those, you know, that eating the glass of wine, the whatever all folded in around cooking. And then you have to think about, okay, what's triggering this like free for all. And for me, it was that exhaustion and stress of that one period and being in the kitchen cooking dinner. Um, so it's location, my kind of emotional state, the time of day, those are all triggers. And my reward I was giving myself was, or, or the food was my, you know, was my reward there. So I need to find a way to give myself another reward when I have those, when I'm in the kitchen, um, doing all that, Mm -hmm. that heavy duty multitasking. That is cool. What is the other reward that you're going to give yourself? Well, you know, I thought about it and this, because there's, you know, there's snacking, there's maybe having a glass of wine, there's all of this, you know, the, the whole idea is not to, the change should be underwhelming. It should be really, you know, an easy, embarrassingly easy change. So I thought, what could I do? And so my challenge, my micro challenge is to one day a week and only one day a week, uh, try to, uh, to not eat, not snack, while I'm preparing dinner and to reward myself uh, with a little yoga practice. You know, I'm going to make my time in the kitchen shorter. I'm going to set the right conditions by not making a very complex meal or making sure I'm a little ahead of the game with preparing that or assembling that with the rotisserie chicken or whatever. And then I'm going to just you know, peel out of the kitchen and reward myself with some yoga rather than Oreos. Nice. That is totally virtuous. (laughs) (laughs) It's only one day a week. So I I feel pretty confident that I can do it. (laughs) Just one day, huh? So you're really aiming to impress. (laughs) Well, my, my goal is to, is to keep, is to keep on stepping that up till, Till each, as I'm successful and feel really confident about it, you know, move that at a day. All right. Until most days are, are, look like that. Okay. How about you, Alex? What's your bad habit? I have (laughs) so many bad habits. We would be spending all hours talking about my bad habits. But um, if I had to pick one, it would be, I don't know, not drinking enough water. Um, I feel, I don't know, the, the, the CDC recently did a survey of Americans and they found that as many as 78% of Americans aren't drinking enough water. And so after I read that story, I thought, huh, I really don't drink very much water at all. Never. Um, when I grew up at our dinner table, we never had water or drink. We just ate. Hmm. Um, so that was a habit that, that, you know, started really young and I never thought about it, but it's true. I really don't drink a lot of water, but water is important. Um, not least of which, because I think 
my lethargy and headaches and being cranky also in the afternoon i think you and i have the same dead zone from 4 30 to 7 <laughs> it's like when we turn yeah. into zombies uh, oh, yeah. has to do with not being properly hydrated so also yeah. on a personal note um my mom also had kidney failure at a young age so i i kind of have i kind of thought about it and i thought maybe this is something small and simple that i can tackle um so uh so i i, I think the water drinking is something i'm gonna i'm gonna try to address um well that's a good one that's important yeah, they say um, there's like that eight by eight rule, eight glasses of eight ounces every day. Um, I, for me, that sounds a little too rigorous. <laughs> I, I'm not going to stand there and measure out eight glasses and, you know, and drink them all. That sounds like way mm. too much effort. Um, so I think I'm just going to try to... Um, drink even just a little bit more water, um, and, uh, like a little more at a time, right? Like, so yeah. just, uh, more frequently, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Cause I mean, face it, water is a very boring beverage. So you kind of have to spice it up somehow. And well, you could, you could infuse it with mint or, you know, mm, fruit. That's and, true. And, um, that's make a it a idea. little... A little, uh, a little more exciting. So, what is your routine like? How, like, how? What's gonna, what's gonna trigger you taking a sip or getting your water? Right, right. So, it should be something like every time I sit down at my desk, I will drink three gulps of water from this this new flask that I that I have. My fancy mm. new flask, my shiny new object that will keep me interested. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yes. We'll have to. We'll have to. Uh, I'll have to come up with ways to get you to get up from your desk. I'll have to, like, <laughs> you know, have Dan put your phone somewhere else, and then, and then uh, I'll keep calling you, and so you'll have to get up and and then sit down again and drink three gulps of water. So yeah, or every time I lose <laughs> my phone, which happens about six times a day, and I have to get up and find the darn thing. Um, yes. that could be, and it's not a reward. It's a punishment. You have That's to like, true. Oh, I lost my phone again. I have to, you know, shotgun some water. Darn. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't man. think that's a positive reinforcement, though. So probably that's not uh, no, no, a no. good idea. Or you'll call me six times a day and say, Alex, you're wonderful. You're just like the best friend ever. <laughs> How much do you love water, Alex? <laughs> How okay. much do you love it? Yes. Okay, maybe no. not. Maybe not. Okay, maybe not. But yeah. but so these are our two, these are our two, we, you know, we didn't want to start off like with habits or or change that we're going to be too sweeping here we wanted to kind of illustrate this baby stepping principle that we'll be using all throughout the podcast so you know we're each going to work on these two changes and next time we'll report on how we did and you know what happened good or bad did melinda stick with it did she do her yoga or did she like curl up with the box of fudge stripe cookies um 
Uh, Or did Alex (laughs) dehydrate into a human prune? Yes, yes. Which, which, you know, there's summertime coming. So, you know, it's very, it's very admirable that you're, that's a good one to pick for the summertime. (laughs) But, you know, this, these are just the first of many changes that we're going to take on as human guinea pigs and put ourselves through the, you know, running these gauntlets for your benefit. And, you know, we're going to get some expert help along the way from people who know much more about healthy habits than Alex or I do. Um, We get to grill some guests. We will. We'll we'll get some we'll eventually get to grill some guests here um, to give us really the inside scoop the like, you know, Mm -hmm. Jedi hacks to doing you know this creating change in our lives we're gonna be here on the podcast and then you can find kind of more of our journey and some of this expert advice uh that you know i get in my day today as a health writer on our blog which is at inchingtowardsawesome.com meanwhile if you uh if you think of one thing that you can change in your life what would it be um, think about that. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram and let us know the one unhealthy habit you would like to change. Um, you tell us what you think. Our Twitter account is inching to awesome. On Facebook, we are inching towards awesome. And on Instagram, we are inching towards awesome as well. So until next time, this is our motto, go small. Or Alex, go home. (laughs) (laughs) See you next time.